What's up? Somebody wake me. Yo, what's up, man? Is this thing on? <laughs> Jay Soderberg. That's me. John Luckenbaugh. That's him. Two podcasting veterans. One from the production space. And one from the outer space. And we're, we're, we're QNO. Weekly news and tips in podcasting. On podcasts. Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of the Queued Up Podcast on podcasting. We've had a wonderful time with our guest over the last couple of weeks. We brought in another guest. Don't worry, we'll go back to the old format when the new year begins. Actually, the new year has begun. Happy New Year's. But uh, we decided it was time to bring in another guest because pull back the curtain. We're not recording this when you think we are. Okay, uh, back to real life. Uh, my name is Jay Soderberg, also known as pod vader a podcasting pioneer if i may so call myself that uh wow did i yoda that one uh john who just chuckled uh, john luckenbaugh is the founder of the queued up podcasting agency hello john how are you good morning jay doing great here in 2021 that's right it's 2021 uh as of the time that everyone else hears this even though it's still that lousy 2020 year. <laughs> Today we are going to go uh, real, well, I, went, I don't know how deep we'll go into it, uh, but we're going to go pretty deep into SEO, and we're bringing in a very special guest. There's another uh, person uh, who's involved with the Queued Up Podcasting Industry. It's Matthew Stevens. Hello, Matthew. Welcome to the podcast on podcasting. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Matt, what's your background here so uh, people can get to know you? Yeah, well, I owned a marketing firm for over a decade. Uh, working with companies like PayPal and uh, some of the local colleges in, in Baltimore. And then I transitioned into writing for a living and turning that marketing into content marketing. And lately, an SEO writer for USA Today, as well as for Queued Up. Awesome. And you also do our show notes, which is fantastic. It uh, takes a lot of work off of my plate, which I'm more than happy to give work to other people. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm able to put a really good SEO twist onto it and uh, hopefully rank for some of the things that I know we want to rank for and, and what people are searching for. John Matthews, a new member to your team. Why did you believe an SEO writer was important? I knew of SEO, but I wasn't aware of the benefits of SEO, even for podcasting. Starting in mid-2019, Google began to scan audio files for, for relevance. And Prior to that, they couldn't index audio content. So when you think of SEO, things that come to mind are likely keywords, how to target them, or content strategies. Most don't associate podcasts with SEO, and they're missing some excellent opportunities for growth. So I can tell you that while I was you know, so humbly calling myself a podcasting pioneer at the beginning of the show, I can also humbly say I know very little about SEO other than it stands for search engine optimization. So Matthew, as the SEO expert, what is SEO? Well, it's pretty much exactly what its name indicates it is. You're, you're optimizing your content to rank and search. So you're using Google's algorithm primarily kind of against them to a certain degree. You're, you're figuring out what Google likes to rank things for, and you're artificially raising yourself up Google's ranking through by creating content that is matching certain keywords you want to rank for. That's kind of the, the nuts and bolts of it. 
in reality, there's a lot more that goes into it, but, um, yeah, it's just artificially ranking yourself higher than probably what you should be by paying attention to what people are searching for. You know, what's funny is John wrote a nice little outline for us to follow today. And then you were like, by the way, we should also probably discuss this because this is the top list of Google SEO terms on the topic that we're going to be talking about. So I talk about meta. This is already a podcast on podcasting. Now we are using SEO to talk about SEO. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, And that's something we can get into quite a bit in terms of using SEO, using keywords to really figure out what you should be talking about. It's one thing to record a really good podcast, to have great audio, to have great uh, uh, hosts. It's another thing if people are not searching for what you're talking about. Uh, if you're not making a compelling podcast, if you're not making a compelling episode uh, full of things that people want to know about, well, then people aren't going to listen, are they? So uh, it, it's a great opportunity to use SEO not only to rank yourself higher, but also just to create a, a good uh, standard, a good outline of what it is you need to be talking about. How do podcasts fit into SEO? Podcasts can fit into SEO just like any other type of media can. I mean, primarily it's used for websites. Uh, you'll typically see it with brands that want to show up in search better, uh, whether that's selling a product or a service. But for podcasters, I mean, you, you want to do the same exact thing. You want to attract people to your show that want to listen to your show. You're, you're still, they're producing something and they're consuming something. So just like any other type of media, just like any other type of website, you want to grab people's attention that are searching for the things that you're talking about and being able to bring them in and, and listen to your show. So this means that not only more listeners for your podcast, but also more website visitors and improved brand awareness. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, if people want to know what you're talking about, they're probably going to search to figure it out. The tactics are kind of the same. They kind of overlap with general SEO practices for like written content. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah. The long and short of it is you want to make sure that you have your keywords in there as much as you possibly can without necessarily overwhelming them. But it's figuring out again what people are searching for and including that into your discussion or into your, your website notes. That's called keyword stuffing, right? Yes. Is that bad? It is. So the best way to explain it is Google has an algorithm that they've developed over the decades. And certainly we know enough search engines that have failed because they haven't created a good enough search engine algorithm. Ask Jeeves for anybody that was, you know, browsing the internet in the late 90s, early 2000s. I don't think they exist anymore. So Google's done a really good job of creating an algorithm to figure out when you're searching for something, well, whatever that keyword is, to be able to bring you the most relevant content possible, uh, the content that they know that you want. They, they do the best at that. And yeah, it, it, keyword stuffing in that makes them think that you're trying to game their algorithm and they'll blacklist you. You'll actually have the complete opposite effect and you won't show up at all. It's a fine line with Google when it comes to that stuff. But keyword stuffing to a point is good to a, a, an extreme will will have the opposite effect you want it to do. So if we were to rename this podcast, the queued up podcast on podcasting, SEO, advertising, marketing, content strategy, creative direction, uh, content management, like that's where that's where things start getting bad. Yeah, absolutely. And, and in these show notes, if I put in what is SEO 400 times? Well, we're never going to rank for what is SEO. <laughs> um, that's just the reality of it. Google's going to go, ah, I see what you're doing here, uh, and, and just proceed to to kind of blackball us in a large way. So 
yeah, making sure that we have compelling content first and foremost is always the key of any marketing effort, SEO, social, paid, regardless of what you do. If you don't have a good show, you name it something wonky like that, you're never going to attract listeners to begin with. When you're picking keywords to use, is it like the the keywords that are the most searched? Is that what you're looking for? or? So it's a combination of most searched. Uh, whenever you do keyword research, you'll find the average volume of searches in the United States primarily compared to the competition. So you want to find one that is highly searched for, but you don't have a billion people trying to rank for it at the same time. That's the easiest way to do it. Certainly you can, but th for most people that, that don't want to invest hundreds of thousands of dollars into it and you're looking at trying to kind of mix and match the two and find a really good middle area between those. For some of our clients, you kind of give us a report, like you kind of forecast, like recently you're like, hey, this is going to do well, not only now, but in two, three months from now, this is going to really explode and give them good ratings. So that's something that keyword research shows you, or is that just knowledge of, of it? It's, it's a little bit of both. So using Google Trends, I can see, okay, well, around Christmas time, this Christmas related keyword did well. It's also a, you know, duh moment. Of course it did. But at the same time, I can see exactly how well it did and figure out we can jump on something ahead of time before everyone else starts trying to do it when it's ranked well. So we can kind of get in before the bell curve starts to rise up and beat everybody else to the punch, rank higher because Google thinks we are not only relevant content, but we were doing it organically, so we're going we're gonna to look even better. And then I know that there's going to be a million people searching for this over the next two, three weeks. That's awesome. So in previous episodes, I've mentioned to people when they're deciding how to present their content, how to write their titles, how to write their descriptions, often explain to them they should be playing the why game. Why am I writing this? Why would somebody be interested in this? And just keep asking yourself, why, why, why? And this sounds like SEO and maybe even some of the tactics that you use or some of the, I shouldn't say tactics, that makes it sound like we're at war. Some of the strategies that you're using in SEO can really help them. It's like the science behind the why game. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, the main questions, who, what, why, when, how. The why thing is certainly important, but you need to know who. Who is searching for this? Why are they searching for it? What are they searching for exactly? Jay, a, a great example, NFL podcast. Well, if they're searching for NFL podcast, chances are they want to listen to an NFL podcast. Um, they're not looking to buy a t-shirt. Knowing what they're searching for and then knowing more importantly why they're searching for it, again, NFL podcast, chances are they're looking for an NFL podcast to listen to versus chewy chocolate chip cookie recipe. Well, they're, they're looking for a chocolate chip cookie recipe for chewy chocolate chip cookies. Those things are, are, are equally important. And yeah, it allows you to, as a content producer, figure out, okay, well, I didn't realize that chewy chocolate chip cookies going to do better for me than just chocolate chip cookies. I didn't realize that Pittsburgh Steelers NFL podcast going to do better than just NFL podcasts as a whole. So it allows you to kind of fine tune your content and really figure out, again, wh what are people searching for? And why are they searching for it? Which is, as, as any content creators ever known, th those are the things that will, will get you the most listeners, knowing what people are doing and why they're doing it. Matthew just made the greatest 
podcast I've ever heard, NFL podcast with chewy chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> like I'm down for that. I'll make that happen. Let's mm. let's make it. Let's do it. Sounds delicious. So that's kind of like where in the past couple episodes, Matt, instead of uh, having the title with being narrative podcast, and you suggested using story, what was it, story? Storytelling podcast. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's through keyword research. You know, knowing that narrative podcast, there were, I'm trying to remember the specific numbers, but there were only 720 uh, searches average over this month. Whereas storytelling podcasts, I believe was something to the effect of 5,000. Hmm. So right there, same thing, effectively, narrative podcast, storytelling podcast, same thing from a context standpoint, but dramatically different when people are searching for storytelling podcast. If I may relate this again to a, a, another previous episode where we, we've talked about the ads in podcasts and how we as podcasters sort of live in our own little bubble and believe that, oh, ads are bad, ads are bad. And yet we, we've been presented with all this research that ads actually aren't as bad as you think they are. They're actually well-received and accepted by the audience and not just the host read ads, but also those pre-recorded radio ads. They're not turning off your audience as much as you think they are. This sounds like, again, this is, a, this is an instance where if we did a little SEO searching, perhaps you'll get out of that bubble. Because I would have thought, you know, as a podcaster, as someone that's involved in the podcasting space, I hear people talk about narrative podcasts all the time. I rarely hear somebody say storytelling, but the average person is probably not thinking of this jargon that we're using in describing the type of podcast that we're producing. That's exactly it. It's one thing to, especially when you're an expert into something, you use the lingo that you're used to, but you don't realize the average Joe doesn't know that lingo. They're searching for the things they're going to search for. And, and while we as a society has gotten better at figuring out how to search things uh, more efficiently, the reality is, is jargon is going to be different from person to person. Your job as a podcaster, as a marketer more specifically, is to figure out the jargon that average people are using, the most people are using, and tapping into that the best your ability. His name is Grogu, but I'm sure people are still searching Baby Yoda like crazy. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Matt, is there any specific uh, SEO techniques that we can use for podcasts in general? Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, it's important to note that any type of marketing and search engine optimization is one of these things. It's not a golden ticket to views. Uh, oh. If you don't have a compelling <laughs> podcast, if the audio isn't good, if your hosts are boring, I, I don't care where we rank for it. People aren't going to listen. Uh, they'll listen for two seconds and they go, "Never mind, I'm out. And they'll go somewhere else. So I can get people in the door, but your content still needs to be really good and compelling and, and all the things that queued up does for podcasts as a whole. That's first and foremost. As far as techniques go, it's, it's again, it's using things like SEM Rush or Google Trends to figure out what keywords are there. And as we just mentioned, what maybe those keywords should be. Instead of narrative podcasts, you figure out storytelling podcasts. Being able to figure out, all right, well, these are some of the things we might want to talk about in this episode because I know what keywords are there, the related queries that are there. Let's put a pause right there because we just mentioned how We'll tend to throw out jargon and expect everyone to know that. I think people have heard Google Trends. I don't know if many people know how to use Google Trends. And then you mentioned 
SEM Rush. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, so those are two products that are uh, Google Trends is free. You can go ahead and log on there and you can see quite easily how something ranks, especially against something else. So if we want to use storytelling podcasts and narrative podcasts, I can see over the last year, over more specifically the, the last month or so, I can kind of narrow those search parameters, but I can see how do those two things rank one, against one another. Uh, we did one just recently for a Christmas-related podcast in which one key phrase with just one additional word in it ranked dramatically lower than one without it. So you start realizing, okay, well, these are the things that I can start using. It's a really good intro to keyword research. SEM Rush is a not free product. It's actually, to be quite honest with you, it's an expensive product, but it allows you everything. You want to know what your com uh, competitors are doing? Congratulations. You want to have an audit on your website to see what you can improve? You got that. You want to do keyword research, not only from a basic standpoint, but from a over time standpoint and related queries to figure out what long tail keywords you want to be using, keywords with multiple words in them, key phrases. That's the, the tool you want to go ahead and use. So there's a free option. There's an expensive option. It depends on how much you want to put into it. And of course, like any type of marketing, it's, it's all about the amount of sweat equity that you want to do. And just to add to that, this isn't one of those things where, oh, well, there's not a lot of searches in this particular phrase, and there's a, a whole bunch in this one. I want to dominate the one that doesn't have a lot of searches. This isn't that sort of thing here. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's you know, if we want to think about it as a traditional marketing, a mall kiosk, when we all still went to malls. A mall? <laughs> you don't want to put it in the mall that's nearly dead. That's not going to do anything for you. You'd much rather spend your time, your money, your effort into the high volume mall. That's where more, more eyes are going to get on it. Now, with that, you also have to measure, okay, well, if they have a million kiosks in the middle of the mall, you're just going to be drowned out. So it's, it's figuring all of those things. But that, that I think, is a really good uh, analogy for this. Is just you want to put it in front of the most eyeballs possible. Uh, I think another great opportunity for podcasters is that not only are you going to get your podcast ranked, but if you add these keywords into your episodes, then your episodes are going to start getting ranked as well, correct? So, Yeah, absolutely. So not only are you going to rank for that individual episode, your other episodes will start carrying more weight because Google has gone, okay, well, this, this show, this website, this whatever knows what they're talking about. They're a trusted source. We believe in them. So your other stuff just starts naturally becoming more trusted by Google. As long as you don't break that trust with Google, you're on the upward trend as a whole. Uh, and certainly you can use keywords, not only from a, again, an individual standpoint, an individual episode standpoint, but from an overall standpoint, queued up podcast on podcasting, podcast on podcasting, probably a really good keyword. So naturally people, when they search for podcast on podcasting are going to find this uh, show and individual episodes when they want to look for individual specific keywords. Or even like this episode, if someone searches how to use SEO, this could very well rank up there very high and answer a lot of people's questions on how to use SEO. Exactly. And one of the great things about podcasts when it comes to SEO is you get them hooked on one episode and you have compelling content, chances are they're going to listen to the next mm. episode. As long as you continue having compelling content that matters to them, you're probably going to get a listener for a good long time. And that's, that's the difference between 
other types of marketing and maybe search engine marketing. Harder work here, but you're going to get a listener for life more often than not. Yeah, Matthew, I think I heard a wise man uh, maybe on this podcast once say the long-term effects of SEO versus paid marketing. I I wonder if that wise man could repeat that phrase. Yes. You could spend a million dollars on Google ads, on Facebook ads, on um, other types of ads. You could put your your show on the side of a billboard uh, and put your face up there and you're going to get listens. You're going to get one listen. They're not going to listen to the second episode more likely than not. Uh, whereas search, if you do it correctly, I've nailed, nailed the person that again, NFL podcasts that wants to listen to an NFL podcast. I've, I've hit them right in the wheelhouse. As long as I make compelling content, they're going to continue listening to me because I'm exactly what they want. When you search for shoes in Baltimore, you're looking for shoes in Baltimore. You're looking to buy when you're looking for a podcast on podcasting, you're looking for a podcast on podcasting. I can't take that wrong turn in Albuquerque. Exactly. Exactly. So are there correct places to put keywords in podcasting? Like we've already touched on like the title, but are there other places that we should? Yeah. So the the title is certainly the most important. Your URL is super important as well. So when you upload to wherever your podcast is being hosted, make sure that your URL or that your episode name in a lot of cases has a keyword in it. In addition to that, if you're doing something like show notes or you're pushing it out in, in some other format, like on your website, having those keywords in there in your content. So something that I know we do pretty frequently for clients is we'll, we'll go over show notes. So individual beats. Here's what we talked about in this part. Here's what we talked about in this part. Here's what we talked about in this part. Making sure that you use those parts as keyword indicators is great because then you can go ahead and politely stuff your, your content with the keywords that you're going to rank for, you, you can do it the correct way. And again, Google is going to look at it and go, oh, well, subheadings, your, without getting too technical, your larger type, your H1 tags, your H2 tags, your heading tags, your subheading tags, those things carry a little bit more weight. So making sure those things have your keywords in it as well, uh, super, super important. And then just making sure you don't cannibalize your keywords. So this episode, we're going to do what is SEO? Well, if we do another SEO episode, we probably don't want to name it what is SEO. We're not going to rank. Google's going to go, well, hold up. You've got two episodes about what is SEO. That doesn't make any sense. All of a sudden, both episodes drop. Despite it being great content, we have keywords in other ways. So there's a little bit of, uh, of trickery here. There's a little bit of just doing it enough until you figure it out. But Ultimately, subheadings, your title, and your URL, those are the three areas you want to go ahead and make sure a keyword's at. Going back to the, the title, Matt, if you had a guest on your podcast, would that benefit to putting their name in the title? It depends on the guest and it depends on the keyword. So there's no blanket answer to this. What I'll say is my name's probably not going to be in the title of this podcast because if you search for me, uh, apparently I'm, I'm a snooker player. Um, I'm not but you're not going to find the person you're looking for. So I'm not going to do any good in the title where it does benefit you is just from a a authentication standpoint. If someone sees that you have a great example is is Jay, you know, having Jay on the podcast is, is great. He's a name that people know that people trust that go, okay, well, great. He knows what he's talking about. I'm sure he does. 
Oh, shucks. (laughs) That you're just going to be better received from a a, uh, viewer standpoint, from a content standpoint, not necessarily rank any better unless that person has a really high, you know, search value to them. And not a lot of people do, if we're being honest. Thanks, Matt. You provide a lot of useful information. There's a lot more that I'd like to get into the benefits of creating separate pages on your website for each episode, things like that. But maybe we should leave that for further episodes. Absolutely. And we can get really into the weeds here and get into some crazy things. Uh, but for most people, they're not going to want to do that. The, 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 the high level stuff is really all they're going to need to do. But for those people that want to dig into the, the meat and potatoes and really kind of rank your podcast up or rank your content higher, in the weed stuff is really where it's going to get interesting, but certainly that that's, it's a long discussion. I know a certain guy who's looking to get in the weeds on his NFL podcast in 2021. I don't know. I don't know who that could be. I know there's no video on a podcast, but there'd be a thumb pointing at somebody here. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's, that's something that, uh, you know, as we're getting into the new year is something that podcasts should be thinking about. And I think, when you talk about podcasts as a whole, uh, they are exploding. Certainly, you guys have talked about that enough on, on individual episodes. But where people, I don't think, where podcasters aren't necessarily taking the, the best path is thinking of themselves as traditional content. Podcasts can be just as effective as a website. Podcasts can be just as effective as social media or anything else. It's a good opportunity to think about your content in that standpoint or from that standpoint and be able to market it properly. Uh, and doing so you know, in 2021 is a great opportunity when a lot of other people aren't doing it. So get ahead of the curve. Yeah, as we know, the curve for podcasting is, is trending upwards at a dramatic pace. So we're going to keep doing this for you guys, and uh, we'll keep bringing in guests like Matthew on the Queued Up podcast on podcasting. We'll, John and I will obviously still be here uh, every week with different topics and we're probably going to go back to our regular format. I think, I mean, I love the guests. Don't get I me wrong. Too. Matthew's been great. Isabel was awesome. Um, not to give two different, but they meant the same value there. I wasn't trying to say one was better than the other. What a, I need the SEO uh, synonyms that mean great and awesome. That They were close, but not quite. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you guys get what I was trying to say there. But we'll get back to our regular format uh, probably next week, and we'll still be guests in. We'll probably bring in some guests that aren't even part of the queued up team as well, so as we continue to try and present you with the most information we can on podcasting, because that's what we are, a podcast on podcasting. That's what we do. So for Matthew and for John, uh, I'm Pod Vader. Oh, actually, before I even... John, <laughs> if people want to people get in touch with you, how do they do that? Sure, they can reach us through the website, which is queuedup.com. That's qd-up.com, or by email, which is info at queuedup.com, or through social channels such as LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Matthew, if people want to get more information uh, from you, how can they get in touch with you? Well, you can contact QDUP. It's uh, a great way to go ahead and get me to, to help you out with your SEO on your podcast. If you want to reach out to me or just want to see what I'm up to as a whole uh, with USA Today especially, Matthew S underscore NFL on Twitter is the best way to go ahead and do that. I believe my DMs are open, so feel free to to hit me up anytime. And I am at the real pod Vader on Twitter. My DMs are open. 
because uh, I make it as easy as possible to get in touch with me. You can also reach me on LinkedIn. Again, you can just search Pod Vader, as Matthew mentioned. It's very I'm very easy to find. Uh, nextfanup at gmail.com if you prefer an email. Uh, that's the way to get in touch with me. And that's the name of that NFL podcast I was talking about. It's funny. You put two NFL guys on a podcast on podcasting, <laughs> NFL is going to come up numerous times. It's, I'm surprised we haven't even talked about the playoffs at this point. Oh, that's right, because only one of the three of us have a team that's involved in the playoffs. <laughs> AFC playoff picture is a great keyword. That's a free one for you guys. Uh, making note right now, because I may or may not be recording a podcast on that uh, two weeks ago. All right. Excellent. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, John. I'm Pod Vader. There you have it.